0: Melissa Murphy general counsel with the fund and welcome to title now the podcast where we bring information of interest to folks involved in the world of real estate transactions it continues to surprise me that a lot of fund members think that the fund handles only residential transactions that is not true now we're very very good at supporting residential transactions that our members are handling but we also have a lot of expertise in the area of commercial transactions. So today, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about commercial real estate transactions at the fund. We have a commercial services department. How does it support fund members? How are commercial real estate transactions different from residential deals? And what is some useful information for our members, regardless of the level of your commercial real estate experience? So I have with me today two guests. First is Jacqueline Marzan, who is an associate underwriting manager here at the fund, and she is in charge of commercial services. I also have with me Kelly Lockwood, who is our commercial transactions resource manager. Ladies, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you. So Kelly, uh, let's kick this off with you. Why don't you tell us about the fund's commercial services support? Well, Melissa, we have a unique team approach. We have a
1: specialized team of commercial underwriters, examiners, paralegals, and other support staff. All of our underwriters are lawyers. We don't have non-attorney underwriting staff here at the fund. Um, Many of our underwriters are also Florida board certified in areas. We have a, a group statewide of commercial examiners that only search commercial real estate transactions on a daily basis. We have a dedicated order entry staff, so when you place your order and it's a complex commercial transaction, they are skilled at putting that together and getting the order in as it needs to be. Um, we also have a group of commercial paralegals that are skilled in
0: helping you with, uh, with the commercial transactions. Excellent. That sounds like a pretty wide and deep group of people that can um, help members with their commercial transactions. And what are the types of things that that those support staff do? Do they analyze transactions as they come in, categorize them, get them assigned to the right uh, underwriting attorney? Well, that's actually my role, Melissa. Um
1: I, call, I do what's called triage um, along with Jacqueline's help and sometimes some of our other commercial underwriters and examiners. We take a look at the transaction. We look at what it's going to take to get that done. Will it take... Um, Do we need to start looking up uh, out-of-state information for people? Will this be multi-county? Will it involve um, construction? And we need to get our escrow operations department involved. We look at all of those things to put the best match with the best examiner and the best
0: underwriting counsel. So it sounds like every commercial transaction doesn't need the same level of service. That's correct. Some run
1: much more smoothly than others. Some we already have background work on. Some our members have worked with this property and worked with their clients. Um, others are brand new. It's going to be development. We're going to have it in our department for a year, 18 months. We're going to be working with it through the uh, purchase, through the construction, through the development. Others are simply an already planted office building that's being sold. So it can, be, it can go very, very smoothly.
0: So, Jackie, why does this whole-team approach position the fund uh, to to really deliver the best support
2: that an an attorney could hope for? Um, Well, Well, you know, let me just say that uh, what you said at the beginning of this uh, podcast is really important, and that's that we take a modern whole-team approach to commercial transactions, and we go far beyond the residential platform, although we're also very good at residential um, in terms of a modern whole-team approach, we basically become somewhat of your pseudo-embedded uh, working group members. That includes the underwriter, it could be myself or one of our other highly skilled underwriters, or, part of, um, or one of the commercial underwriting attorneys that might be working on the transaction. It also includes Kelly, um, she's sort of our stopgap, she makes sure that things are running as smoothly as necessary and our commercial examiners. We work together. It is a consistent, constant stream of communication. And uh, I think what sets us apart is that we care. We care about building not only the relationship with the member, but making sure that member is successful in their transaction, no matter the complexity. One of the other
0: things that I've heard said by members uh, and others oh, the fund is very conservative. They're the most conservative underwriter there. Um, And so that creates real problems for my commercial
2: transactions. Can you comment on that? Absolutely. Uh, We strive to make deals happen. So we're never looking for, uh, we're not always looking for problems. Sometimes we have them. What we do instead is we look for workarounds. We try to figure out, is there an alternative? How can we get to the same place of comfort for ourselves as well as for the member and ultimately their client because we're cognizant of the fact that they have to answer to persons that um, that are beyond us so certainly I, I'm aware of that reputation and in private practice I had heard of it as well it's simply not true we are consistently communicating with our members we want to hear from our members that's why commercials is so special especially to me because I I like to have that relationship building. So I'm talking to the member. I'm trying to determine, is that requirement an issue? If it is, talk to us. There's always someone available to speak to the member to get to the heart of the matter and maybe come up with an alternative. And, And if the problem is something that we cannot overcome for whatever reason, and that is extremely rare, we wouldn't be alone in that. I assure you that we take the same position in terms of being as assertive as possible on a transaction. So we try to make it work. So
0: what would be the typical path that a commercial transaction uh, starting with the order that it would follow with the fund?
2: Can either one of you comment on that? Yeah, I think you know we work together and trying to determine different uh, pieces of information that help us uh, as a foundation, Kelly. I always advise members when they ask me, what should I
1: send you to get this working along? What will make it easier for you? And I tell them more is always better. If you have obviously the contract, the prior policy, you know that there are going to be easements added to this and you might have a draft document uh, drafting that easement that will help us out if you have any sort of documentation on the company involved, anything that you have as a member sending this order in that will help us put all of the pieces together to get this out to you easier.
2: And and also, we want to know who is our member. So so talk to us. For example, um, I recently assisted a member who uh, issued title on an $18 million purchase of several apartment buildings for her client, and she was very upfront with me. She said, I'm, ex- I'm an experienced real estate attorney, but this is a big number. It scares me. Can you help me? And I did. And I assisted her from the very beginning of the transaction at order placement. And we actually went through the contract together just so that I could have an understanding of what deadlines she was facing. And I was, I was basically along with her for the ride. Uh, the transaction was successful. She was grateful. And I was grateful that she gave me the opportunity to help her. Uh, since then, she has placed numerous or more additional additional large transactions and uh, orders with us, and she's been very happy. Uh, she's grown her practice as a result. She feels more confident, and we're still here. We're still her partners. So that same level of support, as much or as little as she demands of us, is what we're going to deliver. You know, when I was in private practice and doing work
0: for a major lender, the loan officer there would send me a memorandum, and the way he characterized it was that he was going to give me as many clues as he could think of that would help me figure out what needed to be done. So it sounds like what you're looking for members to do is just provide you with
2: all of the clues that you need to put together the puzzle of a particular commercial transaction. Absolutely. Prior policies, if they have existing surveys, wonderful. Please send them along. Tell us what's involved. If there's a buy sale, provide us a copy of the purchase contract. It's all between us, so we want to understand the transaction. More importantly, if you have a critical deadline, tell us about that too. We know that the market demands uh, much of clients these days where they have to close within a short amount of time, and that puts the pressure on the attorney. Therefore, we want to help that attorney close that transaction.
0: So it sounds like the earlier the member establishes a relationship with somebody here at the fund, the better, even if the closing is not going to take place for... Three, four, five months. Correct. We can talk through some of those things. You may discover, hey, I want
1: that. The fund has escrow operations. I would like for you to hold the escrow. You can build that into
2: your contract. You can talk to us about what would be required there. And very important, it's not just building a relationship with one person. You're building a relationship with the fund. We are one unified team. We collaborate with each other as well as collaborate with our member. So you have a team from which to draw on. There's always going to be somebody available to assist
0: What are some of the ways that uh, you've observed that commercial transactions really differ from residential transactions?
2: Uh, Well, I like to say no one size fits all because commercial deals are very unique. Uh, They're unique because we have sophisticated members who are negotiating specific terms to meet the objectives of the transaction, of the client's needs. Uh, Of course, it's also less regulated. So in many aspects, it's, it's always unique and fun for us as well because we really don't know what to expect. Uh, They're tailor-made and so what we try to do is we try to understand from the onset what we can expect. The documentation is different in substance and in size so we're there with you. We're reading the documents. We're trying to understand what are the exceptions to title and to help you prepare to either explain, accept, or maybe even um, have questions about objection or changing things that you want to do during your due diligence period or at the time that you're about to close. One of the things I remember from my practice of commercial real
0: estate transactions was getting that survey, that you were so anxious to get that survey in. So what are the differences that you've observed
2: and experienced in dealing with the surveys in a commercial transaction? Well, uh, they're very, they can be overwhelming. They're large in nature. Uh, it's critical to develop a specific survey exception to identify what issues are important to the member and, and what issues I have to identify in the, in the commitment. I'll give you an example. Um, when it comes to survey reads, what we do here is, because of their, co- their complexity, the commercial examiners, they will read them, then I will read them, then we look to, together with the member to see if there's something we can amplify or, or better explain. It's a three-pronged process. We don't leave you out in the wind. We don't expect you to do everything on your own. We're, we're here to help. Um, and if that means that we have to uh, try to determine, you know, does this Trevor even need to be revised? It doesn't have everything it needs. And that happens actually quite often. We will identify issues from the onset give the member as much time as we we can possibly uh, give them so they can go back to the surveyor or we help to assist in that communication and say, hey, listen, you didn't show an easement. We need to reflect it. Uh, There's something wrong with the legal description. Those are comparisons or things that you see routinely in commercial transactions. Construction
0: loans, I think, are also a pretty, can be pretty complicated and present some pretty unique and involve underwriting questions.
2: Uh, How does the fund help with that? Well, when it comes to construction loans, uh, we are seeing more often than not that developers are required to basically put in their own equity prior to any lending taking place. As a result, we have slabs for constructions that are poured way before an order is even placed. So we're gonna find notices of commencement of record, and we're going to include restoration of priority in the loan policy, for instance. And uh, we have to deal with those restoration of priority issues in a short time frame, or the member does. But they're not alone. We help in that lean waiver audit. We help to figure out what do we have and what is missing. And if there are issues, for instance, you have tenants that uh, put down notices of commencement. We try to figure out w- what is this unique situation present and is there a workaround? Is there a typical time frame that you see with commercial transactions? Well, every transaction is different, and the demands are different as well. For example, some lenders require pro formas right off the bat, and then we kind of know that turnaround is going to be kind of quick. And then we can have closings as much as 60 days out. But I would say as a standard, we have been seeing more and more 45 to 60 days, and these abbreviated time frames really... Are driven by lenders and uh, we see it all the time and we we strive to meet those demands. You've talked a lot about your interaction with a member but do you
0: often get involved in dealing directly with lenders counsel or borrowers
2: counsel? Absolutely our member is always involved and with the permission of member either with them on the line or we copy them on any communication we um we we actually do the review of the lender comments with the member and we try to figure out is it even available in the state of Florida, for instance, in the case of endorsements. And if it's not, we don't just say no, we explain why. We use it as an opportunity to educate out-of-state counsel because very often banks are represented by a council outside of the state of Florida that don't know how we do things here, what they can expect. And uh, we're also very experienced in seeing quite frankly, the same comments made over and over again. So we're ready to address those issues and in a timely manner. That's a really good point because you all see the same types of
0: questions over and over again by, you've indicated, Lenders Council, but our member may not have a really active commercial practice, and so they may only see those comments from Lenders Council once every other year. And so... The fact that you have that experience in dealing with those situations over and over again certainly
2: is a a benefit to our fund members. Absolutely. And and if I could just add, I I say members and and I mean members. Other members of our working team include the paralegals, the legal assistants. We want to educate them as well. And uh, it brings me a lot of pleasure to communicate with them and help them expand their education and understand how to address these issues so that it reduces the time that the member needs to address, uh, allowing him to do things that perhaps are more profitable. So, Jackie, you've mentioned that
0: uh, we have a really strong team here at the fund. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Certainly, I know about you and Kelly, but who else is on the team here to support
2: commercial transactions? Well, all of our underwriters, and and it's expansive It's at least 20, uh underwriting counsel all are versed in commercial transactions it's not just our specialized group but for commercial services and we handle based on the triage process that Kelly takes a lot of time um to see through within a team of 5 commercial underwriting attorneys and we are um, expanding that group it's we're always looking at the needs of the department so i would say five commercial services attorneys that are or really underwriting f- attorneys that are focused me. on yes commercial and yes. Kelly, what about in the area Did, of examination? Dare I say over 100 years of experience combined. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's impressive. Yes, we'll include, include that. that. Okay. Um, as far as examiners, we have 14 commercial examiners. They're dedicated commercial examiners searching nothing but commercial transactions all day, every day. Um, they're throughout the state. They're everywhere from our, from North Florida all the way down to the Miami area and Fort Myers.
0: Well, thank you, Jackie and Kelly. I really hope that this episode has made it clear that the fund is ready, willing, and able to service any commercial need that a member has. Um, So to our listening audience out there, thank you for listening. And as always, thank you for your support of the fund.